<laughs> All right, everybody. Welcome to a new episode of the Fresh Jams podcast. Today's episode 70. And today we'll be talking about Loki, the finale, episode six, for all time, always. Okay. Now, as much as I like breaking stuff down, I do have a limit. <clears throat> Space Jam. But uh, I went on to New Rockstar's video and I, I watched uh, I watched him break down the opening fanfare. Now, I don't want to talk about every little person that said something in the opening scene because that is just too wild. I, I don't care about all the philosophers, economical speakers. Is this the Space Jam review? No, it's not the Space Jam review. No. Hey, guys. But anyway, so the episode starts off with the Marvel fan. No, no, no. Shut up before you get muted. This episode starts off with the Marvel fanfare that we usually get at the beginning of every Marvel property. But this one's a little different. So not only does it have the music that we've heard from the end of Endgame and Winter Soldier a long, long time. We get a lot of sounds. Now, I've listed down every single sound that we hear. So. We hear Iron Man's repulsor blast. We hear Falcon talking to Ant-Man. Way to go, Tic Tac. We hear Hope Van Dyne talking to Scott Lang. That's how you punch. We hear Hulk roaring. We hear T'Challa saying Wakanda forever. We hear Spider-Man's web shooters. We hear Scott talking to Falcon. No, you wouldn't have heard of me. We hear Natasha talking to Phil Coulson. Let me put you on hold. We hear Peter Quill, Taronin, dance off, bro. We hear Thor. He's he's a friend from work. We hear cat. We hear past cap to future cap from Endgame. I can do this all day. Yeah, I know. We hear Mjolnir flying around, probably from either when it flies to Thor, or probably most likely when it flies to Captain America in Endgame. We hear younger Hank Pym. I'll show you ferocity, ferocity, whatever. Carol Danvers, higher, further, faster, baby. We hear Loki to Thanos. We have a Hulk. We hear Korg to Loki. We're gonna jump on the. Sp- we're going to jump on that spaceship and get out of here. Want to come? We hear uh, Bucky. Oh, no. We hear the Winter Soldier, technically. Who the hell is Bucky? We hear Peter Quill once again. I have part of a plan. We hear Natasha to Loki. I've got red in my ledger. We hear Doctor Strange to Dormammu. I've come to bargain. Okay. We got Vision to Ultron. I was born yesterday. We got Hulk to Loki. Puny God. Okay. We hear Thor. You're big, but I fought bigger. We hear Nick Fury's speech, the very beginning of it. There was an idea. We hear Hawkeye to Widow, Black Widow. Oh my uh, God, are you, does it keep going? Yes, it does. We hear is Hawkeye to Wanda. Is, is this like the, the freaking, what is it, Yuri thing, where you hear one or the other? No, it's, there's a list. No, it's like the scene in Star Wars, uh, Rise of Skywalker, and all the Jedis are talking. You, you, you have the different people. Okay. We, I, I, only, I only heard one. We only got okay. six more. Only got no, six no, no. more. We, we don't need to hear all of them. No, we got six more. Is it getting boring? No. No. We got six more, and that's it. We'll get into stuff interesting. No, that, Hawkeye to Wanda, you're an Avenger. Loki's final words. You will never be a god. We hear we hear Bruce Banner say, I'm always angry. We hear, we hear Hank Pym. You sent my suit through the mail. We hear uh, the villain from Doctor Strange talking to Doctor Strange. Time is the enemy of all of us. Of us all. So I'm thinking that's the underlying theme of the uh, phase four time, like time travel and all that, you know, of Kang being the villain of it all. And then the last thing we hear is baby Loki crying. Now, then we get into the opening, which is like really fucking weird. It's like that one show. What's the, what's the one astrology show with the African-American guy? Uh, what's that called? 
That that's that's what this reminds me of. This opening scene, but but during but during all of this. No, I'm talking about the villain from Spaceship. Bro, I can't, I can't believe. What, what, what's his name? Like the war. Don war Cheadle. Iron Man. Gray Iron Man would freaking be the villain in Spaceship. What an asshole, bro. You mean Don Cheadle? <laughs> no, I mean Gray Iron Man. I can't believe they, they crossed the universes, too. It's like, no, so it's Gray Iron Man. All right, anyway. So now we're in the opening scene. Now, throughout this whole throughout this whole opening crap, we see, like, there's, like, a bunch of, like, philosophers and, like, uh, public speakers speak. And it's just talking about, like, free, free will. Kind of like this concept that we've been struggling with the whole season. So I'll tell you how the whole astrology thing goes in. So we pull out of our of our solar system, and then we come to our galaxy. Josh, I got to stop you right here. Mm-hmm. I believe you mean astronomy. You keep saying astrology. <laughs> What's the difference? <laughs> what am I saying? Astrology. What is astrology? Yeah. Yeah, astrology is like the Capricorn Virgo. Oh, you know, mean? Oh, yeah. No, we don't. We don't speak of those. What are they on about? Yeah, astronomy is just look at this cool fucking star. I mean, either way, they're stars. Loki is Loki is such a Leo. He's such. A, <laughs> and then, and then the, what, what is it? The, the girl Loki is freaking Pisces. What is it? All right. Anyway, so we pull out of our solar system to our galaxy, and now our galaxy and others turn into this giant blue ball, which gets smaller and then explodes itself and turns into a black hole and right next to that black hole is another black hole which is probably like saying this is our universe and then we're going into this other universe because remember this show that we're watching this loki sh- this loki is from a different universe because he branched off into his own oh, timeline so th- there's two black holes and then we go into the second one and we end up going through like this like space odyssey thing where like all these bright lights are going past us and we see that we're actually going straight t- into their their timeline and then we see the timeline surrounding the citadel at the end of time so uh yeah so mostly everything is like kind of like dark or black with this like gold lines on and it's kind of like the uh ken kensuki pottery that's i want to say from china but to make it a lot easier we'll just say from asia so this is basically like a form of like art or pottery like you have something but when it breaks you like put it together with like gold, I think. So this is probably. Oh, yeah. yeah, you break something and you're like, ooh, put some gold on it. Yeah, but I don't know if that's after or before you get your ass beat. So like by I your think pants. It's after because you have to like break something first. No, but no, I'm saying like, do you rebuild it's it really before cool. or after you get your ass beat by your parents? Is what I'm saying. But anyway, so maybe this is a resent. Uh, like maybe it has this kind of technique because it was rebuilt after the multiverse multiversal war, which we heard earlier in the season, and then we get talked about a little more in this episode. So we Sylvie, we see Sylvia and Loki are walking through like Citadel. We see because they're looking for he he who remains, and there are a bunch of like statues everywhere. Like there's some statues of like these people that have hoods on, and like their face are like uh are clocks, kind of like how. Miss Minute's face is just a clock or my Discord profile pic. But we also see these timekeeper statues, and there's four of them. There's three of the normal timekeepers that we see, and there's a fourth timekeeper. And that one's destroyed. So I'm wondering, is, like, Kang the fourth timekeeper? Or is it somebody different? Like, maybe we'll see who it is in the second season. So, 
So we see Miss Minutes like gives us a jump scare. It's just a low key. It's another low key. So we see Miss Minutes give us a jump give uh a give us a jump scare on the screen. I shit my pants when I saw it. Almost threw my phone. Oh yeah, that freaking scared me. So she like just jumps in front of Loki and Sylvie, and she's trying to give them kind of like a last deal. Well, what they don't know this this is an escape goat basically. Like this deal that they have, this could basically have like saved the next ten years of the multiverse. But you know, got to be greedy. So we cut back to the TVA with Ravona Renslayer in her office waiting for Miss Minutes because if you remember last episode, she was asking Miss Minutes for some files on. Who was in charge of the TVA and who created that way they could they could save them since Sylvie and Loki were going after them. But now she arrives and she's a little late, so we find out that Miss Minutes cannot actually be in two places at once. And so she's a little late because she was just talking to Loki and Sylvie. And so we see that she gives her uh, she gives Ravona these uh, files, and Ravona goes, "This is one I asked for." And Miss Minutes replies with, "He thinks these will be uh, more useful for you." So I'm guessing this probably has to deal with he who remains. Or maybe it's like another Loki variant. Like, I don't know. So I'm thinking when she leaves after she meets Mobius, I'm thinking that's how everybody's going to figure out that they're, everything's changed in season two. That's what I'm thinking. Because like, I'm pretty sure nobody's going to believe Loki. So I'm thinking like season two, episode one, Loki finds out everything's changed and he goes looking for Ravona Renslayer. Because obviously she's disappeared. So we'll see. So now, now we're back at the Citadel at the, with so, uh, Sylvie and Loki. They're just, they get startled by He Who Remains, who appears in an elevator, played by Jonathan Majors, who, if you don't know, is actually going to be playing Kang in Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. And so he is playing He Who Remains. So in the comics, He Who Remains is actually the guy who created the TVA and the Timekeepers. He is at the very end of time, and... At the end of time, he sends the timekeepers to go to the beginning of time and basically set up the whole TVA. Yeah. Uh, so, but this character is more of a combination of He Who Remains and the Kang character Immortus. Because if you tell by like the wardrobe that he's wearing, and then you go look up Immortus online from the comics, it's basically I, I the same. I thought it was a Joker for a minute. <laughs> it's like, listen, 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 I was like, we live in a society. <laughs> Do you know how I live in a society where there's a bunch of variants? We live in, in, in a timeline. <laughs> now, he's he's like one of those people that you see on the side of the street that instead of giving me money, they like talk about Bible verses. Now he's, he's talking about like multiverses. He's just at time, like time score. So, next we see while he is talking to them, he, he's taking them to his office. And uh, a lot of times they're trying to like attack him where Sylvie is, but he ends up escaping with his little, like, time twister, like, little bracelet thing that he probably got from, like, one of those girl stores. What do they call it? Like, Justice or something? I don't know. But, uh... But anyway, so... Uh, if you notice... Wait, where am I? Okay, yeah. Why he's talking to them? So if you notice, the whole time he's talking to them and, like, leading them, and when he's trying to make a deal with him, he has an apple in his hand... So if you look at that, it could kind of be like a resemblance between... Because even when he's talking about who he is, he calls himself a devil at one moment. So this could be kind of like a... a like, this, yes. I'm trying to think of the word, though. Like a resemblance between how there's a deal with Adam and Eve, an Adam and Eve character, and the devil with this apple and this deal. And so the way you could think about it is, is that so Adam and Eve, when they ate the apple, 
because Eve was the first one to fall. So that is probably why Sylvia was the one that killed uh, he who remains. And so after they ate the apple, God kicked them out of the uh, Garden of Eden. And so they're, ne they're never able to go back. So I'm thinking that like uh, uh, he, who, he who remains said, you're going to unlock a multiverse of madness, madness and there's no way home. So I'm thinking that Garden of Eve would have to be like the one timeline. And now that they got kicked out, there's the multiverse happening now. So I'm thinking maybe that maybe in Doctor Strange, since that's kind of going to be like near the end, or like whenever this time thing ends, there's going to be a sacrifice, and then it might all go back into one time, like kind of like how Jesus sacrificed himself, and then the gates of heaven and the Garden of Eden were open. I don't know. But you get what I'm saying. So now back at the TVA, we see Mobius arrives, and he's gonna he goes to see Ravona. And right before she leaves, uh, she tells him that she starts talking about he, I'm guessing, like another Kang variant. So I'm guessing she read all the files, and she goes, he really is the only one that truly has free will. And so uh, we see Mobius talks about how he found out her variant. And so we cut to 2018 in Fremont, Ohio, at FDR High School, sort of where that pin comes from that we saw earlier in the season. And we see that she is a principal at this high school, and it's around August, but homecoming time. But in 2018, this would have to be right around the snap, like right after the snap, a couple months maybe. So I'm wondering why she got taken by the TVA. Like maybe it was she was supposed to be snapped and she wasn't. Something to that effect, like why did she join the TVA or why did she get taken by the TVA? Like I'm pretty sure Kang doesn't have like a fetish for like high school principals, unless he does. It's totally your own thing. I mean, you do you, buddy. So, so while he's doing, uh, when we say when we okay, okay, we cut back to uh, he who remains, and so along with him dodging all the attacks, we and Loki constantly saying that a lot of this is fake. Along with Sylvie saying this is all fake, he states that no, it's not. It was all meant to happen. So that's how he knows how to get out of the way of all these fights because he pre-programmed. Because all this is supposed to happen. He shows him papers of everything that's going to happen, everything that they say. And they find out that was supposed to happen. So this kind of goes with my theory that Sylvie never had like uh, a Nexus event to cause her to go to the TVA. It was just that maybe... So this is my theory is that he who remains, Kang, because he said he was the one that ended... The multiversal war with all the other kings i'm guessing he got tired of just sitting there so he probably went back in time and messed with it to where sylvie eventually got taken up with no nexus of it and that she eventually would come take this place and kill him so that he could die and then kang the conqueror comes and makes this whole multiversal war happen again and that that way he's freed so that could be possibly because don't you think if because we're talking about time and all this. Don't you think it would constantly go in a giant loop? But now the loop has finally broken, possibly because of he who remains. So, and this would be how he knows everything's supposed to happen. So, there's that. So, then he starts to explain himself about himself, how he's a variant of, from, like a variant of himself is from the 31st century. And from the comics, the person from the 31st century is Kang. And he's related to uh, Mr. Fantastic. What's his name? Uh, something Richards. Reed Richards. 
he's like the great grandson of Reed Richards. I forgot Kang's actual name is. So I'm wondering, does this mean I'm not? I'm not saying anything. I'm just giving an uh, like something I noticed. So does that mean that possibly that Reed Richards in the Fantastic Four movie is African American, or does that just mean like somewhere down the line, there's African? Like I'm not saying anything there. I'm just pointing something I mean, out. There's, there's, just isn't there like a thousand year difference? Yeah, just just, between... just pointing something yeah, out, man. Point something so, like, he got kids, and then the kids marry people, and those kids marry people, and you have genetics or weird spots. So, yeah. yeah. X, Y chromosomes, stuff happens, okay? Yeah. So, when he starts to explain himself, we find out that a version of himself found out about the multiverse, and so that they were stacked on top of each other. So, he figured out a way to travel through the multiverses, and so they all, like, all these different, uh, I don't know what to call them, we'll just call them Kangs found out that about the multiverse. So they started helping each other, started figuring stuff out. And so along with helping each other, they built a lot of things that the TVA uses now, like the time doors, like the little antique uh, computers, like the, the tapes, uh, and a bunch of other stuff at the time TVA uses. Probably This is probably how the TVA got invented was these people here. And so eventually it got to the point where they got crazy about them being a multiverse, and some people, some of the Kangs wanted to conquer the multiverse, so it broke out into this multiversal war, and until He Who Remains stopped it, apparently. So he talked about how there are evil versions of himself, and how he's been called a conqueror and a ruler, and also the devil. So the conqueror obviously relates to Kang the Conqueror, and I think the ruler... Uh, relates to when he goes... When Kang himself goes back in time and is... Uh, like an Egyptian uh, ruler. I'm, I'm guessing that's where that comes from because that happens in the comics. But I mean, I wouldn't go back to ancient Egypt. I would go like to the 80s if you could time travel. I mean, 80s are a pretty great like time. No, that's more 90s. Well, like 70s. But like, you know, cocaine's on the rise in the 80s. Basically do whatever you want. I think 80s is the wrong I don't know. But anyway... So, no, I think it's more of a heroin thing. Okay. So, but throughout his whole discussion, uh, he's constantly taught, he constantly reminds Sylvie that she can't really trust anybody and not even Loki as this whole season. She's built, they've been building up this trust for everybody and it just comes crumbly down this episode. And he keeps touching his little time twister. He keeps readjusting it, bringing either the eye to it, like Sylvie getting her to do this. So he's planting these little seeds and everything. And so he gives them a deal, two options. Either take over as the role for for him, and you guys can be deciding factor of all this that he's in charge of, or kill me and have all these worst versions of myself and start the whole multiverse again. So I'm guessing he wanted all this to happen, most likely. He wanted all that to happen. He wanted a king to come back. And he wants this to be one giant mess. This is his overarching goal. That's why he keeps telling Sylvia that she can't trust anybody. That's why he keeps touch touching the stuff. That's why he's doing all this stuff because he wants to be killed. He wants. He's bored. He's bored. This is yeah, I mean, he's he's, well, he's well, been what, sitting what's there. What's the plan of looking Sylvia just shoots either of them and just walk away? What if he just shoots them and then like? Yeah, don't you think that if he was going to be killed, he could have moved out of the way? You probably obviously want it to happen. No, there was no new, new freaking time, bro. Yeah. There was new timelines happening. Yeah, yeah. And all, while all that so time... 
while the deal is being talked about, I'm guessing Sylvie had in her head that she's probably already going to kill him, already had it made up. So that's probably why, why Jack said in the background, all these timelines are branching out from the original timeline. And so I'm guessing she already made up her mind. And so uh, Jonathan Major's character already knows that she's made up her mind. So it kind of pulls pushes her a little bit even more. And when she goes to kill him, Loki stops her. And so they go into this whole fight. But right before they go into a fight, he knows the last thing to push her over the edge. And so he takes off his little time twister bracelet and slides it over on the table to her, knowing that's going to make her snap. And so uh, her and Loki fight, and they stop and they stop fighting at the moment where they kiss. And then they uh, Sylvie throws him through a, like a, on it from a temp pad, through a time door, back to the TVA. So I'm guessing by that time, maybe, like, the whole time is starting to change at the TVA, which is probably why it does at the end of the show. But I don't think it's changed completely, because I'll give you that reason in a second. But we see then uh, Sylvie goes and stabs He Who Remains, and he winks, saying, see you soon, obviously pointed to Kang. Maybe, again, why he wanted this all to happen. So now that the uh, sacred timeline is breaking off, like, insanely, crazily, and so back at the TV, we see Mobius and B-15 watching that little, like, cheesy antique timeline screen. And we see a ton of timelines branching off, overlapping. It's just going crazy. It's like a spider web now. But, uh, Spider-Man to No Way Home. But now we cut back to Loki, who's running through the TVA. And it, ironically, nobody's stopping him, even though, like, everybody was looking for him last episode. That's obviously your first clue that this is a new time. Like, maybe we're in a new timeline, or maybe it's just... The same timeline and stuff has been changed. And this Kang that's in charge of it, because when he goes to the archives looking for somebody to talk to, he runs into Mobius and B-15, and we starts telling him that he who remains in the whole white thing, they don't know who he is. And then when Loki looks over at the statues that were next to the the uh, elevator of the timekeepers, we see it's Kang the Conqueror. So I'm guessing Kang in this new timeline here erased a bunch of stuff, probably erased Loki, because they don't even know who Loki is himself. Like, you would probably, like, even Mobius knew who Loki was, even though it probably wasn't the right variant. Freaking spirals of all the Lokis. Yes. All the different kinds, you would know. Exactly. So, this episode ends, but during the credits, we see that it's coming back for a season two. So, that's because, so originally this show was only supposed to have one season, kind of like WandaVision, but thanks to COVID, it had to be broken up into two seasons. Like, so this whole season was going to be 12 episodes long. And so I'm guessing this new season will probably come out either at the end of 2022 or maybe at the beginning of 2023 leading into Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, maybe. But who knows? So, yeah, the last thing I have is he who remains wanted to be killed so Kang can take over his board. And so they can start off the multiversal war. So what did we think of this episode, guys? What did we, what did we think? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sad that it's not all just one season. Yeah, but I, mean, I know it's like COVID and all that. Wasn't it originally going to be one season? Yeah, like I just said, it was going to be 12 episodes long. And for the second season, the director's not coming back. But the writer's staying. Oh, okay. So yeah, I'm, it's going to be a little different. Yeah, it's going to be a little different. Yeah, it'll be the same writing, though. Just no jump scare. <laughs> no more jump hey, scares. Y'all. Yeah, there, so apparent, hey, apparently that for is. this whole like the extended season one, there was supposed to be more scenes with uh, Mobius and Ravona Rinslayer. And then there was also supposed to be a fight scene with Miss Minutes. Miss Minutes? What was she going to do? 
Just she just keeps jump scaring somebody until they have a heart Hi, attack. Friggin' pulls out a fire. Pull, whoa. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> he got really serious really quickly. Wow. What if she what if she just starts turning her time dials back and they just disappear? If she looks at them, if she just looks <laughs> at them, turns her time things back and they disintegrate. She just kills herself? Oof. She's like a freaking Medusa. But with time. Mm. Okay. That would be cool. Yeah. Hi, y'all. I'm erasing you from all time. <laughs> but, uh. <laughs> oh, thank, thank you, Albert. You've been erased. Welcome to the No Zone. Otherwise known as Friend Zone. <laughs> so, you know, you know what I'm wondering is if this has all happened before, because maybe this all has happened before and, like, it's all been in one loop that we've said before. Would that be the reason why there's so many like little cup rings in Ravona's office? Because even though Mobius knows that it probably didn't know that was him, maybe it was different Mobiuses from like different times as this happened. Kind of no, like it's just I, I just assumed that Mobius and her were like before we're just drinking buddies, and they, they just do that all the time. Yeah, he yeah. just get they just get blackout drunk, you know. <laughs> I thought that was just what they do. They just, they they go to Chili's. They 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 do both look like they're freaking. Uh, I finally, I finally went to a Chili's the other day. What do you mean finally? You've never been to Chili's before? No. Well, what did we think of Chili's? I grew up in my grandparents' bathroom like five hours later. Bro. <laughs> but I have to say, I don't think I liked it. Okay, What's okay. What's wrong with it? I don't know. I ordered a Chili's from Chili's. Wait, oh. what did you order from Chili's? Oh, you ordered Chili's? Chili's. I got a Chili's. No, that that's where you went wrong. You're supposed to order the kids' mac and cheese. No, you're supposed to order the kids' mac and cheese with the warm mandarin oranges. Well, I, I, you know, I, don't, I, I don't go to Chili's often, but when I do, I always get the mac and cheese. Really exactly. You can't fuck up mac and cheese, but you can mess with the warm mandarin oranges. See, it's... Okay, that's, a, that's, that's, a, that's almost honestly a, a safe bet at most restaurants. If, there's nothing else. Go mac and cheese. You can't really. You can't destroy it. Yeah, you can't. You can't fuck up mac and cheese. And if you do, you start a riot. I mean, only reason. Yeah. It's only. It's only reason. Yeah, you, you never heard about the Paris Paris macaroni riot? <laughs> yeah, that's that whole revolution, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah like, and, and less miserable. So they're just like they're not. They're not singing about the revolution. They're singing about the macaroni shortage. Yeah. It's like, yeah. There, there was no macaroni. macaroni. And it's like the, the, the official macaroni. Yeah. Was yeah, no, no, no. Wait, Jean Vichon went to the, into the bishop's house and stole his macaroni. Yes. That's, that's the whole it, it was the four cheese. Uh, cr uh, what's it called? Crest? No, that's, uh, that's a toothpaste. Craft mac and cheese. It was craft. It was all over. See, I, I get Applebee's and Chili's mixed up because they're like basically the same restaurant. Like, t you can't tell me that they're not, because they are. But other than that, that was today's episode. Uh, we have another episode coming out later. I have an idea that I want to do next week, but I don't know if we're going to do it. So, I remember we talked about how Fresh Ham's update now is just going to be us reacting to, like, a singular trailer per episode. So, I'm thinking, like, we can do a Fresh Ham's update right before a movie comes out. So I'm thinking since Suicide Squad is coming out, I think, next weekend, we can do a Fresh Champs update on the re latest trailer. Maybe. I don't know. 
Yeah, I can't wait for Suicide Squad. You know the first time I saw it, it glitched out halfway through the, through the, uh, what is it, the advertisement? And then halfway through a Space James ad, so I'm like, I was so confused, I'm like, wait, wait, hold up, what? Why is Bugs in Suicide Squad? What's going on here? <laughs> What's the front James here? <laughs> I was so confused. I'm like, Wait, what's going are on? you what sort of crossover is <laughs> but uh other than that thank you for listening to this episode uh we'll be talking about black widow next uh yeah uh scarlett johansson is hot have a great day thank you uh oh all right guys this is yeah. josh not really editing but somewhat editing the episodes that we just recorded josh yes uh i realized something hey guys, welcome no to sponsor today. no no we got honey Honey saves money, guys. No, stop giving free sponsorship. No. But I noticed something. No, Jack, I told you we're just bummies. But, okay, so I was noticing something in my good. notes that I forgot to say about the Loki breakdown. Also, they said if we don't sponsor them, uh, they're going to sting me. Remember, guys, science is significant. Otherwise, <laughs> Please buy honey. The bees are threatening me. They're, they're subtly happy. But something that I noticed in uh, the MCU was that both big bads were caused by a Loki. So if you remember, uh, we, the first time we saw Thanos was in Avengers, and that was when Loki failed, Thanos was the cause. I mean, when Loki failed, that was the cause of Thanos coming and doing it himself. And then when Sylvie killed Kang, that was the cause of this next big bad. I just wanted to point that out. And no, not honey or uh, signs that your loved one is cheating on you. Oh, and not buy, please, please just buy honey from the supermarket. The, the bees are getting closer. Okay, yeah, go do that, but yeah, that's it.